Psalm 35, 13 says, But I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. Is fasting something for today's believer or just a practice for Old Testament? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Um, as always, let's let's start with the question that was submitted for today. It says, what is biblical fasting for? Is that an outdated concept or something we should be doing today? If so, what does it look like? That's not one question. That's three questions. Yeah, it looks like three to my count. Yep. And uh, this is a really good question. I like it. It's a good yeah. question. I think it shows uh, that this person uh, maybe has... It has encountered this in scripture or mm-hmm. maybe knows someone or has experienced someone fasting. Right. Uh, and I think it's it's good for us to, to ask these questions and, yeah. and to say, is this something, yeah, should we be doing this? Should we be doing this today? And, uh, you know, depending upon the tradition that you grew up in, you may have encountered it. You know, today in the church, I think you kind of find, you know, various backgrounds with it. You yeah. know, like, did you did you experience any of it in your upbringing or anything? Yeah, or? yeah. so I, I grew up in a more charismatic, you know, kind of Pentecostal uh, environment. And and really, this is something that, that came up a lot. And it seemed like it was for the, the very spiritual, you know, the mm-hmm. very spiritually the, mature like people. Okay. Yeah, the elite. Okay. Uh, and and, and it, it tended to be this thing where... You know, like, like if God really needed to come through on this thing, you know, yeah. like I'm praying for whatever, right, X, Y, or Z, but it's like super important, and I really need it to happen. Um, you know, if I fast, if you yeah. fasted, like that was kind of the the way to expedite, maybe uh, um, the fast track to God's yeah, blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pun yeah. intended, but That's yeah, right. it fast tracks. Yeah, yeah. Your your <laughs> your your need or something that's like right. that. That's right. So it's something for the, like the spiritually tough. You got to be tough to do it. And if, if you're, if you find yourself in a tough spot, you like, this was something that you resorted to yeah, in order it, to get your prayer answered. Yeah. It's like, if you wanted God to move, uh, yeah. you know, specifically, uh, you know, fasting was kind of the way you did it. Okay. And, and, and in, in all honesty, I, you know, in that environment, I, I tried to do it Yeah. and it was this weird, like, just not eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we're just going to not eat. And right. I just remember being like, I'm hungry. Right. I need to eat. I'm starving and yeah, now I have no- a headache. Yeah, it was nothing more. Right. It was just, you know, okay. don't eat. Yeah. You know, and then I just my normal day, normal routine, you know, whatever. Just don't yeah. eat. So you cut food out of your life. Yeah. And... That was yeah. that was the and extent it's, of it. It's, yeah, it's pretty awful cutting food. Right, out of your that's life. right. Especially we who are pretty used <laughs> yeah. to eating, you know, multiple meals a day. Right. Um, typically three, sometimes more, maybe right. less. But now you're not eating anything. Yeah. yeah so. so maybe like what are in that? You know, maybe um, maybe other people have that a similar you know yeah. experience or similar like uh, conception of what that is. Right. Can you like just give us some you know biblically informed like. Where where was that right? Where is any of that not really sure. accurate or sure. 
Sure. Yeah. Because your experience is different than mine. Yeah. Like my upbringing, fasting wasn't hardly ever talked about really. Mm. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and you know, and maybe if you saw it in the scriptures or something, but um, it wasn't really talked about uh, or practiced yeah. or maybe they did and we just, I didn't know about it. Yeah. But, um, but it wasn't something that I encountered until later um, it, it, after I became a believer and then began to look at the scriptures. Yeah. You know, and so that's like we always do is we consider these questions is we want to go back to the scripture. You right. Know, as we look like, well, what is biblical fasting for? Is this something outdated? What does it look like? Now, you know, the questions here is so um, where do we go? We go to the scriptures. And so. You kind of see it here in important places. Often, fasting is is connected with prayer, okay, mm-hmm. and that's important. You know, come back to even your experience and uh, something maybe that was missing. You know, yeah. and kind of yeah. you know, and we don't want to throw your you know your upbringing or your church or those yeah. people under the bus. But as as you recounted it, something missing there. But you see it in Psalm thirty five, like I read uh, in the intro. There it was, uh, you know. Fasting and prayer was something when somebody was sick, uh, gravely sick. Yeah, you know, and they you, there was really no medical help. Mm-hmm. This is how they were, you know, calling out to the Lord. You see it in Acts thirteen and fourteen at the appointment of elders. Um, yeah. You see the you know the Paul and the apostles that that, that are going and planting churches, um, and believers are being made. Well, uh, as m- disciples are being made. Th- they need leaders. They need elders to to shepherd them, to right. care for them, to teach them the word of God. Hmm. And so, as those men were being appointed, these uh, other elders, other leaders, were committing themselves to fasting and praying as they were seeking God's direction as to who would be um, who 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 was qualified, who was right. competent, right. who was who was fit for the office. And so, they as they were seeking the Lord in this massive decision. Um, they committed themselves to praying and fasting. And then, you know, we have Jesus kind of maybe the most famous teaching from his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6. And so right after he, uh, you know, the the famous, the Lord's Prayer, Yeah. then right after that, he has this teaching on fasting. And so this is Matthew 6. I'll read it for us, verse 16 uh, through 18. And it says this, When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Hmm. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. The reward being, you know, horizontal. Their reward being right. that others sympathy, noticed you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sympathy, or, or like you're saying, like, wow, these people are so spiritual. Like right. They're getting notice from their peers. Yeah. Not necessarily from the Lord. Hmm. Verse 17 says, "But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fa- fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret." And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Hmm. Again, that was Matthew six sixteen through eighteen, and so that's that's you know maybe the clearest teaching for us today. Yeah, you know, and this isn't something that was oh well, it's just for those believers that day. It's not something that's outdated. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you notice he says when you fast, when you fast. Yeah, not yeah. if you fast, not if you fast, not if you find yourself in a pickle, you know, in a tough spot. But when you fast, when you practice this discipline, um, 
here are the kind of the guiding principles. Yeah. Um, it's not to be seen by men, but to be seen by God. And so he's like, no, clean yourself up. Yeah. You know? Right. You don't, don't walk around like, oh, I'm so hungry, you know, <laughs> kind of haggard looking and, yeah. you know, and complaining all the time. But take a shower, wash your face, put up your hair, put some deodorant on, put some clothes on and go about your day normally. Yeah. Um, so that nobody else knows what you're doing. And so this really then brings us to the, the, the kind of the, the point where we need to define, well, what is fasting? Right. Cause, well, cause I mean, even, even up to this point, I think a, a theme that is, uh, that we can't like avoid mm-hmm. e- even in the Psalm, yep. e- even in the Psalm you read up, up, up top, you know, David says, uh, I have afflicted myself. Yeah. Right. And then we, we see the, the Pharisees kind of like making them look themselves look even worse. Yeah. Um, and then Jesus saying, obviously, not to do that, but to make yourself look presentable. So there is this real thing that, like, it's not, yeah. like, comfortable. It's kind of hard, and it's it's physically taxing. Totally, totally. It is. It's not, it is something that is tough. It's not a, yeah. it's, you know, it's not for the faint of heart, as they say. And so, so what is fasting? Well, here's just a simple definition that I came up with myself. So to fast is the denial of food to intensify focus in prayer when you're seeking God's will. Let me say that again. It's uh, to fast is the denial of food to intensify focus and prayer when seeking God's will. Mm. And the reason why I explain it there, because as we kind of look at the, you know, the biblical witness and the practice of this is fasting is typically with food. You know, yeah. that's that's really what he's talking about. Um, you know, we have these other practices you know with kind of how lent then the practice of lent has morphed you know well, i'm gonna i'm gonna cut out chocolate yeah. or i'm gonna cut out something and we're fasting from tv consumption or whatever yeah and there, there's some benefits to that i'm not saying that that's that you know that those things are necessarily pointless but when we see the biblical witness i think it's specifically tied to the denial of food and so there's a cutting out, but not just a cutting out. And this is what we we're getting at earlier. Right. Was it is in order to create room or margin in your life to intensify focus and prayer. Yeah. Because you have a need in your life, mm-hmm. because you're living by faith, and you do find yourself in a spot where it's like, Lord, you have to come through. Or we're through. So in the case of Psalm 35, somebody's very sick, you know, and modern medicine has, you know, been used. All the things that we can do, humanly speaking, have been done. And really, we just need God to come through. Right. Or in massive decisions, like who is a pastor and an elder, who leads in the church, like that, that's a huge decision, and so we should be seeking the Lord's will in that, you know, and there's other big decisions, you know, as you're considering a job change, if you're considering where you want to go to college, um, a potential spouse, uh, those things should be accompanied. Like, sh- surely you should be praying about it, but even adding uh, the uh, fasting to it mm-hmm. to really intensify your focus in, in, in prayer. Because see, here's really, here's what fasting says. Um, it says to the Lord, God, uh, more than I I need food is I need your wisdom in this decision yeah. or I need you to come through. And so mm-hmm. it's an exercise of faith um, that is is really for our heart to align our heart with God's will to say, I need this food to survive, but more than food is I need you in my life. And that's an expression of faith. And so what it's not, it's not, it's, this isn't like, you know, fasting isn't forcing God's hand, as you said. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm doing this now. Now I'm going to force you to answer my prayer. Right, right. That's, 
that's not how the Lord works. That's mm-hmm. not what it is. You know, as, as we pair it even with our understanding of what prayer is, you know, prayer is really to align our hearts with God's, you know, yeah. to align our will with God's will. And uh, and so as we add this, it's it's a way for us to just come undistracted and to intensify our focus on uh, on on God's will through prayer. And so we're not forcing his will, um, but it's also not in denying food. It's not like self-flagellation. Mm-hmm. You know, it is an affliction in that, you know, it's like we're not eating food. Right. But it is not the, you know, atonement for our sin or atonement for, you know, our own shortcomings uh, in order to, you know, t- to to gain God's favor. You know, right. like we, can't, we can't atone for our own sin. Yeah, we're not hurting ourselves to like make up for right. what, what happened. Right, right. So, you've seen or maybe heard of some of the ancient practices of people like physically hurting themselves you know yeah Uh, that self-flagellation is the you know is that word for it and and that's not what this is about it's not it's not that it's like well i'm going to you know i'm going to live this kind of pious self-deprived life in order to be holy in order to make myself more holy yeah like no that that doesn't come through our own self-deprivation that comes through the grace of god yeah, and uh, and so this only uh, the removal of food for a period of time is is really um, is is really to just intensify our focus on the on in prayer on on God's will. Yeah, I'm so. I'm I'm reminded of you know when Jesus is is for forty days and forty nights in the desert, okay. and he's tempted, right? He's tempted with uh with uh turning you know the Satan comes and tempts him and says, well you if you're you're the son of man you can turn turn these stones into bread stone into yeah, bread right yeah. and he says but man doesn't live by bread, bread alone right, right. And, and you see kind of that this this real metaphor that like food is what sustains us physically yeah. right yeah and but but really the word of God is what spiritually sustains us right and being in prayer and so it, this idea of not, it's not just taking away the the physical aspect of food from our lives, which we really need, yeah. But it's then adding in and supplementing that rather with with spiritual food and right. abiding in Christ, right, right. And they definitely felt that in ancient times. You yeah, know, like like we have a, maybe a harder time with this because of the you know the prevalence of food and all that and the convenience of um, you know just making our meals, right. Whereas for them, they spent a significant portion of their day in preparing their meals, yeah. And and in the consumption of it, mm. you know, they they spend a lot of time, and so to cut that out, I mean, that's hours of their day, yeah. And so to cut that out so that you could focus on prayer um, was a was a pretty big chore, yeah. You know, for us, I mean, we can walk through the drive through and get food in minutes, you know, even at our own home, you know, all of our bread is made, all those things. I mean, we can have a sandwich together, lickety split, and, and right. be eating. Right. Um, and then, you know, chow it down and, you know, it can be done less than 10 minutes. Yeah. You know? And uh, and so that's the, the the time that we spend in, you know, meal preparation and consumption is 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 much less. However, the significance of the spiritual discipline isn't diminished for us today and maybe even more so it could um it, you know, it has a benefit for us. Right. You know? So it's not not just an outdated practice, but something I think that we should. And 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 the reason it's kind of gone by the wayside, I think, is well, one because we live in such a consumptive society. Like we yeah. have everything, you know, in America. Like when <laughs> I don't I don't know that I've yeah I've met very many people that were worried about like where their next meal was going to come from. Yeah. You know, even the poorest among us have, you know, food 
or you know something that they can uh, that 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 they can eat, right? You know, and so we're, we're fasting is just like well. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to do it. I'm not right, going to do it. Yeah. Right. Like why, why would I do this? And, and second of all, because we live in, you know, such a, uh, accessible, uh, culture as well is that, uh, um, we don't, we don't necessarily live by faith, you mm. know, and we're not experiencing that even in our food. Like, you know, when that you live in a, in an agrarian society like that, where they were farming all the time, you know, they depended upon the Lord for rain, for, you know, the nutrients in the soil, for, you know, the crops to, you know, to, to grow and to produce, uh, so they would have food. And so they really lived by faith mm. in ways that we don't necessarily feel very acutely. Yeah. Um, and so this was, you know, it was, it was just kind of before them, you know, sometimes they might be fasting, <laughs> not necessarily out of, uh, uh, out of, uh, you know, out of faith, but maybe even necessity. Yeah. Because they just didn't have any, or they were waiting for, you know, their their crops to finish producing, and so they they were having to resort to other means or something. But um, so so really, like fasting, I I think the you know misconception can be that that the focus or like the main thing is is the physical side of it, like yeah. the the you know the the neglecting mm-hmm. uh, of food. But really, it's a spiritual. It's a spiritual discipline, right? Totally. It's a spiritual practice, right? And so we can add in more intensity in in prayer, right? That we can add in more uh, focus on on uh, on aligning our heart to the Lord's heart. And so, you know, as we think, okay, well, what does it look yeah. like today? Then that's that's where the question really ends up. So, okay, it is. Here's what it is. Here's uh, you know, we've established that it is for us. But what does it look like today? Well. Um, one is you need to live in faith, yeah. Live as a believer, you know, and then we should be uh, expecting God-sized things, you know, for yeah. God to come through. You know, how many of us know, you know, a relationship, a marriage that is in a hard spot, and it's like, well, Lord, you've got to come through in that, right. you know, financial situations, uh, sickness in our family. You know, there are th- there are areas in our life that well, it's like, well, we can't do anything now. Well. Are we praying and fasting? Are we seeking God's will in this? Right. And how how different would things be if we added this into our life? So, you know, step number one, what does this look like? We'll start living by faith. Yeah. Start calling upon the Lord in faith, crying out to him and adding fasting to this. And then, you know, really start reasonable, I would say. Um now that you might be like, wait, you just told me to live in faith. <laughs> now, reason. Well, what I mean by that is, you know, we we see or, or we read the story, like you mentioned, of Jesus fasting for forty days. You know, and that's our concept. Yeah. I think like forty days. What? You know, yeah. there's no way I could go forty days. Right. You know, um, I can't even go forty minutes without <laughs> snacking on something. Um, well, that that could be a, a problem there. But I say start by uh, one meal. Mm-hmm. Miss lunch at work, but don't not just miss it so you can keep working, but miss lunch and use that one hour to, you know, go to your car or go, you know, close your office door or whatever it might be and open your Bible and get on your knees and start praying through one of the Psalms for sure, asking God to come through. You know, start there, you know. Okay, then skip a couple meals. Go, you know, uh, 40 hours or something, you know. You hear different things too, you know, the Daniel fast and there's, you know, different, you know, things or whatever, which, okay, fine, but I think that's making a little too much out of the example of Scripture, you know, they're just describing somebody's fasting, you know, but 
too often those things get manipulated to then be like, well, if you'd fast like Daniel, then you'll have Daniel sized things that happen in your life. And that's less (laughs) of the, you know, the, I think the, what the scripture is teaching there, but you know, in your life, just, okay, here's something, here's a, something that's happening. I'm going to commit to fasting. Somebody in your small group shares a, you know, a prayer request. Well, I'm going to commit to praying and fasting for that tomorrow. And Um, I, I like that first thing that you said, you know, just living by faith, I think, especially us as Americans on and, and just modern in our modern society and world, that we we don't. It's it's easy to not to. It's easy to live in a way where we're not really like depending on God, like yeah. you were saying, right? Like yeah. we have a lot of the things we need. Mm-hmm. Most of us, you know, we have jobs, we have cars, which yeah. you know is a big deal. So yeah. we we don't live in a way that is reflecting that we are dependent on someone else right right yeah and and that having that faith is saying that no no no, we are dependent right we do believe that god can move and does move right and so you know with these requests with you know with with sickness with you know even just sin uh, things like that we can pray expectingly to god yeah uh you know when it's when it's inspired and and just in line with, with what he says in his character we can come to him and we right. can ask for these things. Right. Totally. Totally. And and even in saying that, I want to be careful to say like what what we're not saying is that okay, let's say you're sick with something, you know, and you have the money and you have access to get, you know, antibiotics that will help kill the, you know, the the infection or whatever that you've gotten. You know, what what we're not saying is don't you know, don't not spend your money and get the, you know, get to get, get antibiotics right. and instead, you know, just pray and fast and hope that it'll go away. Like, right. no, 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 that, that, that's not at all what we're saying. You know, it's not the antithesis to living it out, but take the medications, take all those things. And yet there's still those situations that we live like, no, live out your faith. Right. Um, and you take the meds, but I'm going to also come alongside and pray for yeah, you. Um, for sure. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, um, I'm going to seek God's will in this. And so that's, you know, sickness, those are personal things, but also like, what about for the missionaries that you, yeah. you know, that you're supporting? What about church planters? And what about, you know, the persecuted believers around the world? You know, what, we should be committed to praying and fasting for them. You know, we should be praying and fasting for the direction of our church, whether you're, you know, you're a pastor or an elder at the church or just a believer, you know, that, that you see, um, like all throughout the book of Acts, like the, the believers are just, they're always praying. Yeah. You know, they're always, they're always fasting. It seems like as, you know, it's just the gospel is exploding and how much different you know would even our city our state our nation be if christians were just committed to praying and fasting for these things you know not so they'll be noticed not you know only the father will notice you know we're up in arms about you know the coronavirus currently and you know the the elections that are upon us and and all that and what if we were as believers were just committed to praying and fasting uh you know you know today for a meal i'm just going to skip it and i'm going to focus in on praying for this right and uh, and let's see what god would do and what he would do in our own heart as he you know humbles us under his sovereign hand and reminds us of his steadfast love and his goodness towards us so that's really how like what does this look like well live in faith and uh, you know, pick a pick something to pray for, yeah. and and then be reasonable as you start adding it. And yeah. it might become more and more and more. And uh, 
and you'll begin to see God just do some work in your own heart and in the things around you. So this isn't something just for, you know, the Old Testament, something for, you know, couple thousand years ago, but I think is a very real living and uh, important spiritual discipline for today's Christian. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfields, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.